The goal of today's podcast is to inspire you to live your summer fully. Try new things, get outside an adventure, do the things you love, and find new things you love. So on that last day of summer, whatever that is for you in August or September, you feel like you really lived it fully and made the most of this cool season of the year and of our lives. Because we know next summer won't look the same. It may look similar for some of us or completely different for others, but the whole point is to be intentional about your time for the next few months and really make the most of it. We're talking about how to plan and also be spontaneous so the days seem longer and more full, canceling things so you have more time to explore and just feel like freedom, freedom from to-do lists and work and routines. Whatever phase of life you are in, it's possible. Today, we're planning out how to do it so our summers are full of all the things we want more of. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and how much fun. Today we're going to talk about planning our awesome summer the summer ahead, how to plan it so that we really live it intentionally and to the maximum, right? Making this kind of live summer fully our summer mantra. So it's a reminder to take advantage of the day. It's not just get into the routine and just keep doing the things we've, we've always done. Summer's just such a cool season of life. And of course, it's different for all of us, whatever phase you're in of life. But I think that There are so many ways we can get outside and make the days seem longer, or depending on what your preference is, maybe it's get up early or stay up late. Just try the things you normally don't do and say yes to things maybe you wouldn't normally say yes to, like take people up on invitations or opportunities. It's amazing what happens when you're just like present and outside and experiencing things, the different things you discover or try or the different people you meet, the opportunities you have. And the whole thing is you might find things that you love and maybe you try things that you realize you don't really love, but it's like the more experiences you have, the more just like full you are, you know? This whole concept um, is very well described by Jesse Itzler, the entrepreneur, and he's married to Sarah Blakely. And he um, says summer hard is his mantra. And I just love it. Like it's just so easy and it makes you realize maybe when you're laying on the couch and you think of something or your friends are out doing something and you're like, you know, no, I'm going to get up. I'm going to live summer fully or summer hard, whichever way, you know, whichever mantra you adapt, it kind of inspires you. And you know, it's hard to get up, but once you do, you're so glad you did. You went out, you went to a bonfire, you went on a hike, you tried some new food, you did something you didn't normally do. Jesse also has this concept of build your life resume, right? He's very well known for um, saying there's, of course, everyone puts so much focus on their traditional resume. But in reality, when you're getting a job, the person looking at the job looks at your resume for under a minute. But your life resume is something that we should focus on even more. And that's kind of what I'm talking about here is 
the more experience you is you have, the more full you are, the bigger your life resume is. Not to get a job, not to impress anybody, but just to have new experiences and grow and try new things and, you know, like be more worldly. It just brings brings more to your life. And again, not to say you're gonna love everything you try, but it's just more experiences and more cool experiences. Jesse does a lot of um, speeches. It's that's a good deep dive if you're interested in this type of thing on building your life resume. And again, um, this is listening to him talk about um, his concept of summer hard made me kind of go back to my notes of what I wanted to do this summer and kind of kick it up a notch. So that's a, a notch. So that's a lot of what the inspiration from you know where this podcast comes from. So thinking about summer and thinking about it differently than any other time of the year. So things are, I don't want to say slower, but the pace is just different. Even if you don't have kids in school that are out on summer, the pace just feels a little different. More people are on vacation. Um, You know, things just aren't at the same pace and aren't at the same, it's just not the same rhythm of life as it is during the entire rest of the year. So I think that we need to go into it thinking of summer totally differently. On my calendar, I circled our weekends. So I I laid out our weekends. I gave us a little bit of time because we had a rough July here with uh, Craig's hospitalization and, and things like that. So I gave ourselves a little pass, right? We had to be mellow for a couple weeks. We had to stay home and take care of him and he couldn't be out very much. So I started July 1st, the first weekend of July. So like the first and second, and I circled how many weekends we have. So in our house, Before everyone goes back to school, we have nine full weekends of summer. First one passed. We're going into the second one this weekend. To remind me, and I put on my calendar, one through nine circled. We have nine weekends. That's it. Nine Saturday nights, nine Sunday mornings, nine of them of summer. And it makes me really be present and put it into perspective and not just go back into autopilot or routine or, you know, when you have an opportunity to do something and you kind of weigh out like, am I tired? Do I want to do it? Do we have too much going on? And I think there's definitely something to say about slowing down, which is really interesting because that's sort of not my, that's just, that doesn't feel natural to me, right? It feels very off-brand for me personally, but here's something to consider. You might need to put things on hold until September. It will be fine. You might need to lighten up your load in order to live summer fully and feel that life freedom. Because it's amazing when you eliminate things, you've just kind of shut it off. You don't have to worry about all the things you do during the rest of the year, right? So maybe it's meetings or calls or to-do lists or having the house perfectly organized, whatever it is. Maybe you just say you take a chunk of your to-dos or your goals or the things you normally do and you just put temporarily put them on hold until September. And in September, we will ramp up. I will do a podcast about our ramp up. We'll we'll ramp up again come that season of life. But right now, summer's just such a cool time. The weather is great. People are doing things. There's just so many more things happening. There's like around us, there's like movies in the park and cool beach days and different different things to go outside and watch and do. So we want to take advantage of that. So just something to consider is eliminate things, say no to things. So you feel like you're, you, you have a different, you have a different setup. Your routine is different. And this freedom is everything, right? Like this is what we work for. 
And maybe the way your life is set up, you need to do it until a certain time and then turn it off just for summer. For me, I have a couple of things that I'm working on and, and different things I'm closing up to where I don't want to just hit hit pause on everything until September. But depending on the days and the weeks, when I write out my to-do list the night before, I, I write my cutoff time. So like there's no more work. There's no more to-do list. There's just living after this certain point. So some days that's noon. Some days that's four. Some days, like on a Friday, I'll like work, work, work extra during the week and I'll say, we're done. We're cut off. We're not doing to-do lists. We're not being productive. We're just living. We're just open for whatever the day takes us. Some days it's more planned and some days it's more spontaneous. But I just think it's just for summer, you know? For It's just for these nine weekends. You might not get enough done. You might not get as much done as you would normally. But listen, life is long, I promise you. And this is a short period of time. And I always go back to, I talk on the podcast a lot about what will you regret the least when you're old, like really old and you know, you're know you old and you can't go back and do the things. You can't spend the time with your kids and coach the little league team and teach your kid how to ride a bike or you can't go back and you know get to your peak health or your peak fitness, whatever that looks like for you or feel good or find love, like whatever it is. Right now, it's the same concept. At the end of summer, what will you regret the least? And I promise you, if you have a couple extra things on your to-do list or you made a few less sales calls or you didn't start the book you wanted to write, like you're not going to regret it as much as feeling like the summer just passed you by. You didn't have special time with friends or your spouse or your kids or you didn't have new experiences by yourself or you didn't try something new. Like yoga or stretching or meditation. I always go to something physical because I think a physical change promotes a mental change. But that's just one thing I wanted to make sure I mention is consider putting things on hold until September or just just slowing them down, having a cutoff time, eliminating things, saying no to things so you can say yes to other things, to new things. Okay, so this is how I think is the best way to do it practically and tactically in your life. If you listen to the podcast often, you know one of my favorite ways to like really reach deep down and figure out what sets your soul on fire, what gives, what are your tens, is do a journal and do a brain dump, right? Write it all down and have your loved ones do the same. I do this for my kids. And depending on the ages, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll go online, I'll go on Pinterest. And I'll type out my own list of things for them. And I just give them a highlighter. Because to give a kid a blank piece of paper and be like, you know, what are some things you would love to do this summer? That's hard for a kid to think of. You know, again, depending on the age, if they're younger, maybe you do this and you read them the list and kind of let them highlight it. But I think this is huge. And it gives me a perspective of what my kid, and pick a good time, not when they're half distracted on TV, like just you and one kid sitting down and figuring it out. You might figure out things about them that you didn't realize. And then I keep all of ours in the kitchen, especially the kids. So I have their little lists out in the kitchen. So then when we have a Saturday morning where we wake up and we don't have anything to do, I'll kind of cruise through the list or pick one from each person's list and let's go do that today. And then at the end of summer, you're using these brain dumps, these lists, these journal entries as your sort of North Star. I think a lot of us end up filling time with just random things, whether for, I know for me, it's a lot of times it's just kind of like picking up the house or making extra food because I, I really have become much better. I'm, 
I don't spend hours on TV and then wake up or, or spend hours scrolling social media and wake up like, oh my God, what happened to the day? But I used to, and I know what that's like. For me more, it's now like picking up the house endlessly and making food endlessly. And before I know it, I'm like, the day is done. What do we even do? So for me, having those physical reminders, like these little lists are, are so great because when you have an hour, when you have 20 minutes, when you have the whole day, you, you fill it with the things that you know you want to do. So make your list. Let's talk about kids lists first. So I'll just write them a big list. And some of them are like little things and some of them are bigger things like go to the zoo, make a fort, have a movie day at home, have a lemonade stand, run through the sprinkler, go through the drive through car wash. For some reason, my kids love this. Have a sleepover, have a dance party, go bowling, go to a farm and pick berries, do a chalk drawing on the driveway make a birdhouse, have a barbecue, um, bake like a fancy cake, like a three-tier cake by ourselves, go on a um, rent kayaks and go kayaking, go stand up paddle boarding, have a family game night at home, like an official family game night, make s'mores, go to the fair, play mini golf, make homemade pizza, uh, play hide and go seek, go look for stars, jump on the trampoline, um, go to a water park, have breakfast in bed, um, go see a magic show, watch the sunrise, ma- watch the sunset, go feed ducks, paint rocks, climb a tree, go bowling. All There are so many things. Like These are just some that I have on my list that I have the kids highlight. And it works really great because you can tell some are big, some are small, but I want to figure out. And then I'll also put on each kid's list like, volleyball camp, taekwondo classes, things that I that they've mentioned or I think they may like. But that way, I really know. I don't want to put my kids in things during the summer that they don't want to be doing. And I've learned this by, you know, making a few mistakes along the way, different things that I thought my kids would like or I wanted them to get better at. But listen, it's summer. They're not going to become professional tennis players from a few weeks of camp during summer anyway. So like, why not let them do things that they really want to do? So I love these lists for kids and like get creative depending on where you live. Maybe you catch fireflies. Maybe you go to a lake, go to a drive-in movie, ride on a Ferris wheel, go to an outdoor concert, go to Disneyland, have a water balloon fight, sleep in a tent or a cabin. Like there's just so, so many things. And a lot of these same things that are on kids lists are great for adults list too, because that's part of like having fun as an adult is doing things that we wouldn't normally do that aren't that aren't as responsible as our normal life. And so I think that a lot of these ideas are really great for um, for anybody of any age. How about you make popsicles? How about you hula hoop? One thing I'd love to do is if I stumble across someone who's like an expert at something, I'll have them come to the house and teach us. So teach us how to paint in a certain way or make a certain type of food. Um, I think is really cool. One time I had someone who was a sand castle expert come by. And a lot of times these things are not as expensive as you think, especially if they're people who normally do parties or special events, um, get them in an off time. So, you know, they're not going to be busy on a Monday morning doing making sand art or teaching you how to make like really creative pizzas from scratch or homemade ice cream. A lot of times I think we, I used to, 
think of things like this or, or hiring an expert as like, you know, that's just going to be a fortune. A lot of times it's not. And it takes the, the experience to a total next level because you have an expert teaching you and it makes it more official. The whole family comes in or maybe you do a group of friends, like a friend's party to do it. It's just so cool and so different and memorable. It makes for fun pictures and laughs and fun experiences. So depending on your crew, whoever you are planning your summer with, whether it's with a group, with a family, with a group of friends, or maybe it's very personal. Maybe you're like, you know what? I want to take a different type of exercise class every week. I want to read one book every week or do Audible. Or maybe you want to work on something like overcoming something that you're afraid of or something that gives you anxiety. So maybe it's a very you know personal grounded list for growth or just for fun. Or maybe it's like a fun adventure list. But I really think do your own list, but then do it with the people you love too um, because it helps with things. And I'm telling you, it's the best way ever to have really fun full weeks and weekends and special days that they don't even have to be planned out ahead of time because you kind of already have a roadmap. I like the, the combination of being spontaneous, but also having a plan. Where we live, you have to have dinner reservations ahead of time. So I look at my calendar, I kind of fill in holes. Oh, we don't have anything this Saturday night. I'm going to do a reservation. Even if I don't know who we're going with, I'll do a date night plus two other people so we could go out with other people. I put my dinners and I just remember to cancel them if we end up not having them. But point of that is I do a lot of things ahead of times, right? The opposite of spontaneous, but just so we have a plan and we can always cancel it. But the beauty of having these lists and keeping them somewhere like in the kitchen or somewhere where you see them is when you have downtime, you fill it with something cool. You don't just go back into your routine and do what I do, just move over the laundry and pick up the house and before you know it, the day is done. No, our houses might not be perfect. But listen, as but as at the same time, maybe a part of your summer, like living summer fully to you is feeling the freedom of getting organized. That's been like that for me is purging the closets and the drawers, get rid, get rid of old things and things we have multiples of because that feels like freedom and clarity for me. So if that feels like that for you, then put it on your list. But if not, listen, in September, when we get back to our, our you know, more responsible routines, we can organize the drawers if that doesn't kind of like check that box for you right now. And for me, I'm going to have to let some of that go because like I said, I'm always picking up and I'm always making food and it just doesn't leave time to go bowling and go to the fair and create something with my kids or go outside and paint rocks or, you know, jump on the bed, have a pillow fight, make root beer floats, teach my kids how to journal. I want to teach my girls how to braid their hair and take care of their skin, like, you know, do like nighttime kind of self-care. Maybe you go on a road trip and visit a relative or you find a cool farmer's market or a cool toy store, just throwing out ideas like off the top of my head, um, just to kind of get you thinking of ways to do different things, unplug, have new experiences. Again, some you'll love, some you might not love, but it doesn't matter. The whole point is you're living summer fully. You're having new experiences and you're doing it with people you love. Even if it ends up being a disaster, maybe you decide to plant a garden and maybe it's a total disaster, but you're doing it with people you love and you're having fun doing it and you're doing new things and you're getting outside and just like living, living summer fully. That's what this whole thing is about and being intentional with it. But I'm telling you today or tomorrow, but not longer than that because it'll slip your mind and you'll forget. 
journal, write it down, brain dump, look on Pinterest or Google for ideas if you need it, make your own list, have other people in your circle make their list or make your kids list that they can highlight. I'm telling you, it's your best guide and it sort of takes the pressure off. Sometimes I feel like pressure like I do on holidays or birthdays. Sometimes you feel the pressure of like, oh, like how can I make this feel so special? Like on the kids' birthdays, like today, we just got, we have one day. I mean, you usually have like a birthday party too, but it's one day that's their actual birthday. How do I fill this day with all the things to make a birthday feel special enough? Like, but then sometimes I'll catch myself and I'll say like, okay, that's way too much pressure. It's fine. We can extend the celebration through the week. And it's kind of like the same thing with this. It doesn't have to be a lot of pressure. In fact, it shouldn't be. But having a list makes it not be a lot of pressure because when you have time or when you look ahead to the weekend ahead, you look at your list of what you want to do and what people in your circle want to do and you make a plan. Whether it's ahead of time or whether, whether it's planned or whether it's spontaneous, these lists just give you a guide. So that way you make decisions based on what you really want to be doing. And when you make the list, you're focused and you're intentional and you're really, you know, thinking about what would make you feel good and what you want more of and what you want less of, what you want to eliminate and what you want to add in. So that way, when you make your list, it's a really rock solid guide and you don't have to like do the hard work every day. Like think about, okay, tomorrow's Saturday, the weekend, what are we going to do? Like, no, we've got our list. We're doing it now. We plan, we know how many weekends we have, we know how many weeks of summer we have, and we're going to live it fully. We're going to use our list as our North Star, as our guide, and we're going to get out there and try new things and be with the people we love and take advantage of the days. Do lots of things in a day. Stay up late. Um, get up early so the days seem longer and we're doing new things and we're being very intentional and making the most of these summer weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Please ping me on Instagram. Let me know what you're doing, like what you plan to do or after you do it to really live summer fully with intention and joy and love. So at the end of the summer, you're like, man, that summer was awesome. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.